you're listening to the Random City Podcast. Hello, welcome back to the Random City Podcast. This is Jimmy and George. I am your host, as always, and we are back here today to talk some Guardians of the Galaxy, just like every other podcast in the history of podcasts. I've taken a little bit of time to do this. I've thought about doing this a while back. Actually, just after I released the last episode, I was like, I want to talk about this stuff, but I figured I would wait a little while. And so I've seen the movie three times thus far. Listen to the soundtrack countless times. Uh, have several of the action figures, toys, whatever you want to call them. Collectibles. A couple t-shirts. Kind of went Guardians crazy. Uh, have a graphic novel. It's a comic book collected in a trade paper bag, but we like to call them graphic novels. They sound, we sound very mm, regal or something. But uh, yes, uh, definitely, definitely love the Guardians of the Galaxy. One of the most fun movies I've had in quite a while, if not almost ever. I mean, it's definitely on the top of my list of fun movies, and I like fun movies. I like sci-fi movies. I like hero movies. Everything you have, pretty much that I like, was wrapped up into this one movie, which is pretty awesome. I mean, there's so many things to talk about. Uh, the, the characters are actually, I think, all interesting. I mean, there's some, I guess I've heard complaints that they weren't developed enough, and we didn't see Thanos or Ronin enough. Honestly, I don't care. Star-Lord was very funny. I loved Rocket Raccoon and Groot. As far as Baby Groot goes there at the end, spoilers. My wife and I have, have sculpted a few of those. My wife has made a really awesome one uh, that I'll... Uh, I think I posted on the Twitter, but I can post in the show notes for this episode as well. Just So maybe a few more people might see it, but that thing's fantastic. Uh, and, and, and the toy companies, the marketing... People, the ad wizards, whoever they might be, have missed the boat on having a dancing Groot available at the time of the release of this movie. Which was the highest grossing release in August, in the debut weekend. It's become the highest grossing movie of the year thus far. It's broken into the top 50 movies of all time. And uh, it's not too far away from uh, taking Iron Man's spot as the third highest grossing Marvel movie. And so, it's it's definitely broken some, some records and definitely broken some... Uh, preconceived notions I think people had going into this. I didn't know anything about these people when they announced the movie, and it really wasn't until I think the second trailer, like the full trailer came out, and I was like, wow, that looks awesome. And granted, after the first trailer, I was kind of digging the Blue Swede song, Hooked on a Feeling, by the time that second real trailer came out, I was like, wow. And so we, we were looking forward to it since then. Since I guess around the time of the Captain America Winter Soldier, which is another fantastic movie, at that point, it was my favorite Marvel movie, but now with the uh, Guardians, I would say Guardians of the Galaxy is my favorite Marvel movie, and like I said, also one of my favorite movies just in general. Soundtrack's great. One thing I don't like about the soundtrack, I feel it should be in order of appearance in the movie, and it is not, so I went through and made my own playlist on my uh, iPhone or in my iPod, whatever, to plug into the car when we're driving around to actually listen it, listening to the songs in the order they appeared in the movie, which I think is more appropriate. And I also, I actually was trying to Google that and look for that. I couldn't really find it. Uh, and I'm sure someone may have posted that somewhere out there by now, but when I was looking for it a couple weeks ago, I did not see it. And 
I'll have I'll have that listed there on the old the website as well, the old randomcitypodcast.com and over at jimmyandgeorgia.com since Random City Podcast is a part of Jimmy and Georgia Radio, which is available in Stitcher, Hit Radio, and in iTunes. So I briefly mentioned Star Lord. I said we liked uh, or I liked uh, Rocket and uh, Groot. Another thing about those two characters, I totally just forget the fact that they're CG. They're just a talking raccoon and a talking tree, and that was fine. I had no problem with it. Didn't think twice about it. It was just like, wow, this is this is cool. And it didn't take long. Just the way they introduced Rocket making fun of people. Fantastic. And as a side note here, I keep I keep referencing how funny this movie was and how much I enjoyed it. I've heard rumors, and they're probably true based on The Man of Steel, that Warner Brothers has a no-joke policy on their upcoming DC movie titles. Which is just terrible. Terrible idea. Mar- Guardians of the Galaxy was a good movie because it was funny. Had it not had humor in it, I honestly probably would not have liked it. That was what made it an enjoyable time at the movies. That's why I've seen it three times. That's why I almost saw it a fourth time today. And probably will see it again before it leaves the movie theaters. It's it's awesome. Like I've, I've seen a few movies three times in theaters. I've never seen one four times that I can remember. And this may be the first. Uh, well, just speaking of that, I saw um, Captain America Winter Soldier three times when it came out earlier this year. Saw Iron Man two three times when it came out a couple years ago. Saw Alice in Wonderland three times because my wife really enjoyed it. And I think that's about it. I don't. I, I mean, growing up, I'd seen it several movies twice, but I don't think I'd ever seen that many three times. But definitely love this movie. And uh, again, I can think about whatever. I can. I think about it, it's it's cool. Like the graphics were awesome. The space stuff was cool. The battles. Michael Rooker playing a uh, space redneck, basically Merle from Walking Dead in space with blue paint and a mohawk and a whistle-controlled arrow. I mean, he's uh, everything I can think of the movie I really enjoyed. Uh, I love the pacing. I mean, it was super like, boom, this happened, boom, this happened, boom, this happened, boom, movie's over. Never got bored. And I'm quick to get bored with movies anymore. As I've mentioned, I'm sure, many times on this podcast, I'm, I've never watched The Dark Knight all in one sitting. I get bored about halfway through, and so I turn it off and watch the rest again. I did that with the Transformers movies. I went through those a few months ago now when the new Transformers movie came out, and I'd turn them off about halfway through because I got bored. Never got bored with Guardians. It was fun all the way through. It was fun. It was actually more fun the second time around having a little more familiarity with the characters and the music, and definitely it was still good the third time around after I was very familiar with the characters and had listened to the soundtrack on many, many occasions by that point. And so, uh, it was good, good times. Uh, another thing I really enjoyed about this movie was Dave Batista, that I have followed here and there in the uh, wrestling f- f- format, I guess is the best way to put it. He's gone in and out of the WWE over the years. I think he left four or five years ago, and he came back briefly this year, which should have been like a big deal, and it kind of was to start off with, but then everyone was upset that Daniel Bryan didn't show up and win the Royal Rumble back in January, and I think that that mostly is what ruined his time there. Uh, they thought it was going to be this huge match for him to come back and, and wrestle Randy Orton at WrestleMania, but everyone wanted to see Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania, so some plans changed and whatnot, but I feel like I feel like Batista's time there would have been better had some of those things had been worked out a little bit better, but I don't know. I, I liked him back. Uh, I thought by the end he was doing a better job. I definitely have uh, taken that much time off. You can definitely tell a little what they call ring rust uh, setting in here and there. But anyway, as far as the movie goes, he was fantastic. I loved his deadpan, like 
straight man kind of comedy. Um, I mean, one of the early examples of it's a metaphor. It'd go over his head. Nothing will go over my head. My reflexes are too fast. I would catch it. <laughs> I mean, just so many things. And just <laughs> dumb tree. You are my friend. Man who has slept with a Gamorian. You are my friend. Anyway, it's just he's funny. I loved loved his character in the movie. Um, Gamora, I felt like I think Gamora is one of the ones we didn't get quite hashed out as much. Maybe, I mean, we definitely got a little bit of her character here and there. Um, her relationship with her dad, Thanos, or adopted dad, Thanos, her adopted sister, Nebula. We don't. I mean, we got a little bit of that, but not super well developed there. I guess Zoe Saldana did a great, great job there with Gamora. I mean, I, you go on down the list, I mean, pretty much Ronan. I had no problem with him. I've heard people complaining about him. I mean, he bathes in the bloods of his enemies. He crushes people with his hammer. He kills the guy that was Loki's boss from Avengers. He talks back to Thanos. I thought he was a pretty bad dude. He was about to destroy Xandar. I think that's a pretty big threat. He had the uh, gem, gem, the Infinity Stone, the Infinity Gem, whatever they want to call it. And I don't know. It was just cool. I thought it was great. I know, I know like I said, I've heard people complain, but I thought it was fine. Loved Rocket's little plans, his little gadgets, how creative he was. And one of the things about this movie, and, and this is what movies should do. Every movie should do this. Okay, I've talked about earlier, this is a smidge, how it was paced well. It was boom, this happened, boom, this happened, boom, this happened. Well, at the end of the movie, I want more. I want to see more. That's why I have a uh, Guardians of the Galaxy graphic novel. <laughs> it's a comic book. It's in a paperback, but whatever. It's a graphic novel. And that's why I have some toys. That's why I have the soundtrack. That's why I have um, t-shirts. I like it. I want more of it. When I come to a movie and I'm bored and I leave and I'm like, man, I'm glad that's over. Which is kind of how I was through part of the last Transformers movies, for example. And kind of how I was through Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Even though I like the apes. And I'm going to do a, probably an entire apes episode at some point. There's these, these movies today are too long. Uh, this I think Guardians was just under two hours or just over two hours. It's in that time frame. It wasn't any of this two and a half hour, drawn out, slow, boring. It was none of that. It was, boom, I'm going for an orb. I'm having fun while I'm dancing around. Oh, what's this orb? I don't know. Oh, this guy Ronan wants it. Oh, who's Ronan? Oh, he's a big bad guy. Oh, wow, let's go to prison. I mean, it's just boom, 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 boom. And the movie's over. And it's awesome. And I want more. And that's what movies should do. Because that's going to make me want to come back and, and see the next one. It's going to make me want to read that comic book. It's going to make me want to, to go on Wikipedia and be like, well, who is Peter Quill's dad? Even though that's probably going to be wrong according to what James Gunn has said. All those things, that's what movies should do. And there's two other movies I can think of in recent years that I think people kind of bash and I think did the same thing to me. Um, maybe not in quite the same way, but X-Men Last Stand... That movie felt short to me, and I felt like I wanted more of the movie to have kept going. And so, to me, that's a good thing. It makes me like, wow, okay, I, I, I want another movie. Jurassic Park 3, I thought that movie was super well-paced. And at the end, I'm like, wow, it's over already? Are you kidding me? That's it? And, and not in a bad way, in a, I want to see more. And speaking of Jurassic Park... <laughs> next year we're going to have the delight of seeing Jurassic World featuring Star-Lord, a.k.a. Chris Pratt. So I'll be looking forward to that. And as a side note of all that, I really wasn't familiar with Chris Pratt. I had seen the first season of Parks and Recreation when it had first aired, those six episodes, and I didn't like it. I've heard you know numerous times since then, season two was much better. And then after we saw Guardians the second time, I think it was, I've watched a few episodes of season two of Parks and Recreation, definitely a lot more funny. 
Uh, seems a little more like The Office, like it was supposed to have been in that first season, and definitely wasn't. And uh, so we'll probably check some more of that out. But it is funny just to see him, how he's changed his physical appearance. He's definitely gotten in much better shape and still has that, that humor um, that, that was perfect for Peter Quill. Another thing I really did kind of like, and, and there's some of the stuff I kind of would like for them to release a list or have a special feature on the Blu-ray or something. The Collector, I don't know that he has any other name besides that's all they've called him thus far. He showed up at the end of Thor 2, The Dark World, shows up here on Bigger Roll. He had all sorts of things just laying around his little his little room. He had a Dark Elf, he had a Chitari, he had obviously Howard the Duck. He stayed through the credit scene, which was interesting. Speaking of Howard the Duck... Just going off on a tangent here, which I like to do, random city. Randomnicity is one of those things I used to say on this podcast. It's kind of random, and I kind of go from trails, I guess. But Howard the Duck, I loved Howard the Duck as a kid. That movie came out, I was like nine years old, and we watched it numerous, numerous times. I I did as a kid, maybe you did too. And so I bought it off of uh, Amazon the other day. It was like six bucks for the DVD special edition. And I got the instant watch uh, rental thing for free as a part of that DVD purchase. So we watched through that. My wife had never seen it. I mean, granted, it has a few issues. I think, again, length is one of the main problems. I feel like you cut out maybe probably 15, 20 minutes of that end half of the movie. Much tighter story and gets to the point it would have been, been a better received film. I feel like there were some things there at the end where, where Howard and uh, Tim Robbins are flying around and dive-bombing hunters and stuff. You cut out all that mess, cut out a few other things, it would have done the, the story a lot better. I enjoyed having Ferris Bueller's principal go crazy and be a demon from outer space. I don't know about you guys, I liked the movie. Um, there were a few kind of weird things, just the... Uh, the interspecies relationship there. I mean, it was hinted at and nothing really weird happened, I guess, technically, but uh, no more than Planet of the Apes and somebody getting kissed. But it, it was a little strange uh, a couple times. And I, I guess my only other criticism, apart being too long, maybe cutting out a few things, was Leah Thompson's character, I can't even think of her name at the moment, was a little fast on accepting Howard and a little fast on trusting him and allowing him to be in her home and all those things. Apart from that, hey, I enjoyed it. It's fun. It reminded me of my childhood, like a lot of other movies um, that I, I kind of went back and seen not too long ago. Like I, I just watched through all the Planet of the Apes movies. I've got one left to go. The uh, James Franco rewatching it, and, and like I said, I'll probably talk about those at some point. But that was something we did as a kid. My mom was into sci-fi. She was into Star Trek, and we watched watched that stuff as a child. She's the one who took me to Star Wars, you know, all those sort of things. So anyway, Howard the Duck shows up. I'm fine with that. And I've revisited some of my childhood because of that. So anyway, Collector. What else is in there? There's all sorts of things I kind of looked online. There's this horse thing that was Thor for a while. (laughs) Or had the powers of Thor for a while. There's some guy, Adam Warlock's cocoon. I don't don't know who Adam Warlock is. I've I've looked it up. I've Googled it. I I would like to see a list of what's really in there. Uh, I heard... One thing I thought was funny, I heard at one point one of the ideas James Gunn had was to have Stan Lee inside of one of those pods as one of his collection, which I think is kind of funny. And that would make sense if you had a galactic um, zoo collection, you would have a human in there at some point. And I feel like there was an old Twilight Zone that ended like that at one point or another. So I do like the old Twilight Zone. So uh, anyway, I could keep rambling about all sorts of random things. 
one thing I definitely think I should mention at some point before we move on away from this is Thanos. We didn't get a lot of Thanos in this movie, but I definitely think just bringing him back around and actually showing him and having a little screen time, a little dialogue, more so than just a real, real brief sentence at the end of the Avengers, uh, I guess reiterates the fact he should be back for Avengers 3 after all this stuff in the Age of Ultron coming up next spring. And so be looking forward to that. As far as the other Marvel movies, I don't... I don't really know much about Ant-Man. I've seen the uh, Earth's Mightiest Heroes, which was on Disney. Disney? <laughs> it was on Disney XD? No? Okay, yeah, it was on Disney XD recently. Past few years it was canceled. They replaced it with Earth's uh, Avengers Assemble or something like that. Um, so that was really my main exposure to Ant-Man, I feel like. Uh, same thing with the Black Panther. Apart from you know some of those old uh, Avengers Alliance games, I used to play those. I like those pretty good. I played both, both of those that came out. Ooh, seven, eight years ago now, I think the first one came out. But anyway, Stephen Strange, we're talking about the Doctor Strange movie. Don't really know much about him. I've watched part of the animated movie they released a few years ago on Netflix. Didn't get finished with it. I, I mean, it wasn't bad. I just, I get bored with the things pretty easy, so I uh, turned it off. I don't know. I'm not sure what to expect coming out of this second Avengers movie. I definitely, um, I'm, from what I understand, there will be a Captain America 3. There will be another um, Guardians movie in three years. And so I guess that'll be all leading up into Avengers 3. Um, so we'll, we'll see what happens, I suppose. Anyway, Guardians of the Galaxy. A lot of fun. Had a good time. Still jamming out to the soundtrack. Just got three of the toys in the mail the other day from Amazon. Got the hard-to-find Rocket Raccoon that has the main part of Groot's torso and head. Um, hard to find, at least at a decent price. Uh, usually it's going for 35 40 bucks. I got it for the $21.99. Basically, the list price. I mean, technically, the list price $19.99, but it varies between stores and different retailers. And then I got the uh, fairly easy-to-find Star-Lord and Iron Man in his cosmic outfit, which is in my little graphic novel that I got. He built a special Iron Man suit to be flying around out in space. But maybe after that experience with the nuke, um, at least in my mind, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, definitely know the comics are different from the movies, Marvel Cinematic Universe. So those are going to be fun to have. And then I hope to have the other three so I can, I can open them up and build a Groot. That's my main objective in the future will be to open them all up and have uh, the completed Groot. Which is, again, hard to find. All the pieces, apparently. And uh, they're selling for quite a bit on eBay. But I don't care about that. I just want to get one at a decent price. So, oh, one last thing, I guess. My my two shirts I mentioned earlier. I got two really cool shirts from Ripped Apparel. I've never really heard of them before. Some of the people I follow on Facebook had posted some of their uh, things. And I was like, wow, these are awesome. And so one of them, I got, the first one I got was the, basically a Star Wars inspired. It's the classic poster um, where you have Luke Skywalker pointing his uh, gun. And you have Darth Vader behind with the lightsaber and the Death Star. And Han and Leia are shooting laser beams and all that stuff. And it takes that classic pose and it puts in uh, the Guardians characters. And some of them were for the comics and you know, the, didn't necessarily weren't in the movie. Like Nova, um, the character Nova wasn't in the movie, but he was in, he's on that shirt. Um, and then also I got one that was called Group Loops. <laughs> you know, like it's a Fruit Loops parody, parody shirt. Uh, and that was just a fun little shirt. So, uh, Ripped Apparel. For the larger geeks, there are sizes available, I think, all the way up to a 5X, which some of the other things like T-Fury goes up to like a 2 or maybe a 3X, I'm not sure. So if you need a, a larger size, uh, Ripped Apparel, R-I-P-T, is another option. And so anyway, yeah, those are fun. Check them out. They have some cool designs. And they're only available for like one day or very limited time. Uh, sometimes they'll bring them back or something. So uh, I guess that'll pretty much wrap us up here for the Random City Podcast. Um, once again, I am Jimmy in Georgia. You can contact us in all sorts of ways. You can email us 
at randomcitypodcast at gmail.com. You can still call us or text us as far as I know at 77371-RANDOM. I know at least one of my numbers has expired uh, for the Supernatural cast. Of course, I haven't had an episode for that in two years, so I kind of understand why that would have expired. <laughs> you can also find us on Twitter at Random City. You can find this podcast and all the shows from Jimmy and Georgia Radio over in Stitcher Hit Radio, uh, Stitcher Radio On Demand. Um, you search for Jimmy and Georgia. There are going to be two things that should po- show up. should be Jimmy and Georgia Radio, and then you should also find the Muppets podcast. Both those are there. They have the, um, the Muppets does have its own uh, separate feed. That's the only one of the shows right now. And then maybe um, as things become more regularly posted, we can try to get some more feeds there in Stitcher. And so, uh, I think that pretty much wraps us up. You can find us on Facebook as well. Find us on Google+. Hit us up on the website, randomcitypodcast.com and over at jimmyandgeorgia.com because we are a proud member of Jimmy and Georgia Radio. And so, for the Random City Podcast, I am Jimmy and Georgia. Peace. <laughs>